0: Hello, mi gente, this is Carolina Condrenas and you are listening to Hustling With Your Heart, Hustling With Your Heart Just kidding, y'all. Welcome to episode number five of Hustling With Your Heart. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have y'all tuning in to this week's episode, um, talking about something that I'm obsessed about, something that's really important to me. Um, And I hope to maybe touch someone's life through this episode and maybe kind of bring some clarity to someone through this episode, I'm going to be talking about social media. And in previous episodes, I did mention that our podcast will consist a lot about social media because it's sort of the day and age that we're living in. Uh, You know, I'm on social media. A lot of you who are listening to this podcast follow me on social media. So hence why it's going to be um, a theme that will, you know, that will spur up a lot here on Hustling With Your Heart. The reason why I am talking about this topic today is because a young lady came up to me in the past few weeks and um, she was very worried about this and, and, and kind of begged me to meet with her. And so I did about this idea of one, not generating enough followers two, um not creating content that her followers uh, would like and three, not being the person her followers would like. And I was very troubled by this conversation. And I wish so badly that I had just turned on my microphone during that conversation and recorded the whole thing. But that didn't happen. So I'm just going to summarize what I shared with her on this episode. It was really troubling because I feel like her situation is very, very much something that is common in many people. And I, and I think that it's very problematic. And I think this is where a lot of the toxicity with our relationship with social media stems from. So a lot of people are creating content out there that quote unquote represents their followers and not the other way around. So for me, rule number one is creating content that represents me that represents me and who I am in a genuine, honest way, then that content that I'm putting out there that represents me will generate a followership of people that represents me. (laughs) You get it? And that way it will be so much easier to create engagement and to create a community and to create a platform based on, on just love, understanding, and genuine interaction with people who represent you and not the other way around. Because if you start creating things that you think other people will want to see, listen to, um, or consume, then you're going to not be true to yourself. And you're going to be constantly in this rat race of creating things for other people and not for yourself. So rule number one, make sure you're creating content that represents you. Content that allows you to put yourself in it and and content that's not always so edited and so perfect you know I think that we are always aiming for this kind of perfect profile this perf- perfect mosaic and you know I'm raising my hand I'm one of those people who at some point you know, wanted to create this kind of perfect looking mosaic and perfect looking Instagram profile. And it's like, but that's not my life. Life is not like that. And one of the things that I observed is that most of the people that I admire, most of the entrepreneurs, businesswomen, businessmen, artists, or whatever that I admire, when I go to their platforms, their mosaic and their profiles are not perfect by any means a lot of these perfect looking um profiles are usually people who are you know creating and and kind of like editing and creating things that are not really realistic people don't live their lives in a flat lay a flat lay for those of you who are not familiar are like when things are like perfectly laid on the table with like a fancy um like leather Chanel bag or whatever. And it's like, we don't live life like that. Life is not a flat lay, you know, life is real. And I'm not trying to, to just sit here and critique and kind of bash those people who do take time to curate and to edit and to uh, create a beautiful, um, you know, mosaic or profile. I don't think that um, that's not my intention by any means. What I'm saying is that most of us don't have the time or the you know the i don't want to say resources because we many of us do have the resources but this is just not our lives and therefore we get caught up trying to create uh that life that we are seeing in other people's profiles in ours because we assume that because that person has 1.5 million followers or 100k followers that we will get that kind of like followership if we create this curated life that they are creating. Um, so we don't have to do that in order to have, um, success on social media. I also want to have us evaluate what success on social media means, right? Um, rule number two is to create what you love and do it well. So, what is the purpose of our of our presence, our social media? Are we there to share our music because we're singers? Are we there to share our illustrations because we're illustrator? What are we trying to share on social media, right? And spend more time dedicating to our craft and to doing it well and then sharing that creation on social media. And one thing I tell my, my employees and I tell the people on my team and who I work with all the time, w- your work will speak for itself. Do your work really, really well. And it will, will speak for itself. Your work will get you places. It will get you a promotion It will get you a raise. It will get you opportunities if you're consistently doing your work your work well and you're investing time in doing it well. So if you're doing what you love and you're then putting it on social media and putting it in a very honest way, then people will start following you naturally and then people will start sharing your work and then people will start tagging people on your stuff and and sending it to their you know dms or whatever and your your platform will grow naturally and organically and it's so important and i remember my mentor Mel King when i used to be um When I used to be a public speaker back in like my teenage years, um, yes, y'all, I've been doing this for a long time, believe it or not. And before Instagram existed, before my hair was curly or any of this, I would go and I would speak in different places. And I remember that in some places I would speak at, there would be like two people, or sometimes it would be a hundred and, or three hundred. And, you know, he used to tell me, You have to give your all, you have to say your entire speech and you have to give all the information that you plan to give to the big crowd, to the little crowd or to the one person. It doesn't matter. You always have to do a great job, no matter who's looking, no matter how many people are looking or are there. So that's how I feel about social media. The same content that I was putting way back when I had like five followers It's the same content I'm putting in now. Actually, I was more active on YouTube way back then when I had like no one following me than I do now because now I'm way busier doing a bunch of things. And let's be real. I don't have thousands and thousands of people listening to this podcast just yet, but I will. I will in maybe in a few years, you know, I have to stick to this and I have to do this the right way, no matter how many people are listening. And I think that that's where we get lost and disconnected in terms of the stuff that we're putting on social media. So rule number two, do what you love, do it well, work on what you love doing, doing well, doing it well, and then put that on social media. And finally, tip number three is to create content that you love. I know that it might sound like all like I'm saying all the same, but it's not, you know, first I said, you have to create content that represents you. Then you have to create content that you love and work on that thing that you love and do it well and kind of put that on social media. But you have to also create content that you absolutely love. And this is what people need to see and connect to. People need to see sort of this, thing this trademark that is you you know with me it's my smile I of course have my down days or whatever but people know that I'm a very smiley person so when I'm in a picture just kind of laughing hysterically it's usually because my photographer did something funny or said something funny and that's the laugh that she caught on camera. And that's what I published to you. It's a very authentic smile. It's a very authentic laugh. And therefore, it connects with a lot of you. So you have to publish that thing that you love, and that thing that you are connected to. Um, and you will have people following that. And therefore, people that follow you because of the things that because you're publishing things that you love will connect to you. And then it will be easier to create that engagement that people talk so much about. You know, if you go to my social social media, and you go to my post, there's a lot of back and forth me and my followers on social media because we, you know, they say that they think they're my BFF. I think they're my BFF too. You know, it's like we have this very genuine connection. And it's because I'm showing them my authentic selves. And then they're able to connect with that and they're able to interact with that and comment on pictures. And I comment back as much as I can, of course. And we create that sort of beautiful connection. And of course, I have haters and trolls, but not as much as other people do. Because I know so many other, like, uh, bloggers, influencers who have all these trolls who are just commenting really shitty things on their page. And I feel like that happens when you're not publishing your authentic self all the time. And then all these people kind of come in that don't represent you and that represents sort of this fake thing that you're trying to promote. Um, and a lot of times what happens too is that if you concentrate on growing your audience because you're um, doing all these like giveaways and all this stuff, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but when you do that solely to increase your number of followers, you're going to get a lot of people trickling in who shouldn't be following you. Um, a lot of times too, when you're doing like these collaborations with other um, people that that are in your business area. So if you're an entrepreneur, people, other entrepreneurs, and you do like a collaboration on social media or if you're a beauty blogger or whatever you are and you do collaborations, you have to make sure you're doing collaborations with people that are similar to you and people that, you know, whose followers that will start following you, that it makes sense that they're following you because there's a connection there, not just random people and the random collaboration that makes absolutely no sense just because that person has 2.5 million followers. It does not mean that you need to collaborate with that person. So making sure that you are even collaborating with the ra- right? People that are doing the things that they love. And therefore, the people that will start following you are people that are going to connect to your brand as well. And I know that now there's this new career in social media, which I'm not trying to bash because I benefit from it. I work with brands too. And I know that a lot of you want to up your followers because maybe you want to start making money with social media. That's not a bad thing, right? But that will come with time. I promise you and also you do not have to have hundreds of thousands of followers to work with brands that and get paid from brands. I tell you this from experience. I've gotten paid from when I had you know like 3 4 5000 followers, you know, good money too back then. So you just have to make sure that you're doing what you're doing well, you're doing what you love and it represents you and that the followers that you're accruing are followers that represent you and therefore could create a very genuine interaction with your brand. And then other brands that can pay you for, you know, publishing their stuff can connect with you. And therefore, your brand, your followers will connect to that brand that you're sponsoring, that are sponsoring your posts. So you don't want to work with a brand that you don't love, you know, that, that would be shitty because if you work with a brand that you don't love and with a product that you actually don't believe in, then your, your followers will know and they'll call it bullshit. And then they won't, They will stop following you. So you also have to make sure that once you are working with brands, you're working with brands that are true to you and your message and your brand. The reason I decided to do this podcast, and I really hope it touches someone and it helps you out, is because I do wholeheartedly believe in the power of social media. Miss Riso started on social media. I was able to create amazing content that I believe has helped shift the racial situation in the Dominican Republic because I would take selfies with my big hair I was able to inspire and continue to inspire other women to love themselves as they are to love who they are and and also return to their curly hair and and create this whole journey for themselves of self-discovering discovering and um and I believe that that happened because social media existed. I believe it happened in the way it did because social media existed. Because, of course, we've seen um, social activism and um, self-image activism occur, you know, as far as back as we can remember. But I feel that the reason why this took off the way it did for me and for Ms. Rios was because of social media. So I get that social media has huge power in changing power dynamics and in recreating standards of beauty and all this stuff because I've lived it and therefore if I can help teach or shift the mentality that someone has created with social media and um help them create platforms that where they're able to communicate and expand ideas and cool things then I think like uh, you know like that's another way for me to employ my activism because I do believe Wholeheartedly in the power of social media as I do in the power of entrepreneurship. So I hope that this helps. Um, I hope we continue this conversation in future podcasts. Um, If you have any additional questions surrounding this theme, don't forget to leave a comment on social media, slide into my DMs or, you know, leave a comment on the picture on my last picture on Instagram, um, referring to this, this podcast, and uh, we'll see how we tackle those questions in future episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Love y'all. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Big hugs. Bye.